Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker. Worker of yours. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. The Sports Bar with Danger and Battaglia. At the NFL Combine in Indianapolis. Tamper Fest. Bills head coach Sean McDermott telling the athletic, quote, it's not a matter of if, it's a matter of when, end quote. That being on the Bills winning a Super Bowl. The Bengals have officially used their franchise tag on wideout T. Higgins. Reed's coming back. What's best for the Bears is to reset the clock, lean on your defense, draft a rookie who could be the best quarterback prospect since Andrew Luck, and take your chances. Broncos country. Let's run. Perfect. Over the next five years, I want to win, too. I want to feel the chill of that trophy again. Cam Newton was at an event for his charity, and he got jumped by a bunch of dudes. Mike Danger. Ah! Franks and Beans. Gene Battaglia. My friends do not call me Eugene. What I'll really remember about Jim Boeheim's coaching career is the longevity of it and the sustained success over such a long period of time. College basketball needs to ban court storming. Save by Luke and into the Sabres win. Have a new state-of-the-art video board and new roof to the arena next season. 95.7 FM and AM 950 The Fan, Rochester. It is happy hour. We welcome you on into the sports bar. Danger and Battaglia, glad you're with us, making this part of your afternoon at 95.7 FM and AM 950 locally. You can also hear us anywhere you are in the world. Be free to download Odyssey app. Our stream is up. You can check out our YouTube channel at The Fan Rochester. Also streaming on Twitch at The Fan Rochester. And our lines are open if you want to join us at 866-4-FAN, 585-866-4326. One, one other note on that Sabre video book. Because you know, you've been to those games. I never thought, oh, we need a new video board. The width and height, it's 22 by 12 and a half feet which just seems normal to me. The new one, 43 by 27. It's going to look like Jerry World when that's all set up. My question is danger, and I don't know if this is before you got to town. I just hope they hang it the right way. Oh, yeah. Um, well, look, Rob Minter is in the role that he's in for a very specific reason, I think. He has experience doing just this. This is what he did with Blue Cross Arena and working with everybody to get the renovations of Blue Cross Arena yeah, like, up to snuff. Yeah, it had a new roof. 
They didn't have a turf for the Nighthawks, if you can imagine that. So they had to order that in place. Yeah. A lot of things. Minter knows what he's doing. And, yeah. and this is a, a nice little, a long overdue um, renovation to, to KeyBank. And after being there last night, Gino, I can say um, it's a tense environment. It feels tense. It wasn't, and hockey games are tense in that, you know, the one. The, the, somebody could blow their lid at any moment. You could have a, a, a out and out ball. It's part brawl. That's part of what we love about the sport. But just from a fan's perspective, I feel like everybody is there just waiting for the worst thing to happen and waiting to be angry or waiting to be disappointed. And it's, that's going to be a real hard thing to turn around. And you know, you're going to have to win a lot of games. And even if you were to go on a, even if three games became 10 games, you're still not in a playoff. You're still not there. So what are we doing? And, and that all that said, and you and I were talking about this before we jumped on the air today. Like, as I was driving home last night, I know it was an earlier, it was a six o'clock puck right. drop. As I was driving home last night, I get home, you know, by around, around 1030 or so. I'm like, I could do that more often. You know, I could do that more often. Would I ever invest in Sabres season tickets as a resident of Rochester? I know it's not out of the question. Like, there are people in Rochester that will make it to as many Sabres games as they can. Would I ever invest in doing that? And then there's the the investment part of it. To me, you're always told to buy low and sell high. Well, I mean, this feels as low as low could be when you're 13 years into a playoff drought. And that you're not buying low. You're still paying top dollar for the season tickets, my friend. Yes, but not like ticket prices are going to go down anytime soon. Mm, last night, I could have gone on the secondary market for 30 bucks. You're not, that's below face value. Correct me if I'm wrong. It's like, it's a Sunday. It's, I, I know two people, two, Mike Davis and Graham Lowe at Locker Room, who own season tickets for the Sabres that are from Rochester. Mm-hmm. And there's various reasons. One, the team really isn't that good. The other thing is like, hey, you like hockey? You have the Amherst. You have RIT. And also, hey, it's winter and it's fun driving out. Sometimes it's not fun driving back, especially on a weeknight. So, yes, I've always thought maybe what what would it take? I'd like to go out there like a half dozen times maybe, but I would never invest in a season ticket for the Sabres. No. Maybe if you or I lived like in Batavia, it'd be an easier putt or something yeah. you would think about a little bit more. I, and I didn't think the, the drive was that bad. Like maybe, maybe that's what got me thinking about it. It's like, that ah, this drive, and I know – we're fortunate for the end of February. What we've had has been magnificent as far as a winner is concerned. Like normally it isn't like this. So I'll take it. But it was, it was, it was that kind of enjoyable. And I was also, you know, pretty emotional because it was my nephew's first hockey game. My brother-in-law's first hockey game. It went into overtime. It was edge of your seat, thrilling kind of stuff to shoot out all of it. And we, we, we had a blast. So I'm like, you know, as most people, when they have something fun, they want more of it. I want more. And I'm just got me thinking. Would I ever do that? Would anybody ever do that? Would you invest in a team when you could get those tickets, season tickets? I know that they're not cheap, but no. I was like, buy low. What do you, what, you explain this buy low there, thing to as me. a team, as a franchise? Yeah. this is as low as I think it can get. I don't know that it can get much lower. I mean, maybe it gets I, oh, to I, 15, 17 I, years. Okay, you're talking. You're not talking price. You're talking emotional buy-in. That's right. Okay. Yes. Like, and you could say I was there when. 
Well, I, I would I say like go go see Seth's team. Like that that's where oh, I no look question. At it. No yeah. question. I mean and and that's certainly, you know, something to think about as well. We have it here locally and we should go to those games more often than we than a lot of us probably do. Um and, and whenever you go to an Amherst game, I, I leave feeling the same thing. Man, this is great. This is fun. I need to invest in season tickets and get my season tickets for the Amherst. It's a great time, and they do a great job. I don't know. Just had a good time at a hockey game last night. It's time. like yeah, I, people that are season ticket holders, and I like people that are season ticket holders. It's like kind of a badge. And I was, I've had season ticket holders for two things. Once, for Syracuse football, because my father loved Notre Dame football. Mm. And it was the only way you could get the Notre Dame ticket was to become a season. And we went out there. But when you make that commitment, I think it was seven times a year, I'm like, I don't know if I want to do that again. The other time was like the Nighthawks, and there was other times where like I couldn't use the tickets, and then you feel like, you know, maybe my resources, I'll just kind of go to two or three games. So it, it, those people that are season ticket holders year in, year out, I respect the heck out Diehards. Yeah. Absolute diehards. Be there through thick and thin. And and I know that there were a lot of people there last night at KeyBank that that are in that in that arena that, you know, man – you got a three game winning streak for the first time this year. Like this season had so much promise and it just kind of turned out to be a dud. All right. We're, we're moving on from the Sabres and we're focusing our sights on Indianapolis and the NFL scouting combine. We heard from Mike Catalana earlier from 13 web sports, Buffalo plus.com. And he's there as our ears and eyes gave us a little bit of a insight as they were vacuuming the room that Sean McDermott was going to speak Isn't in that before crazy. And like why McDermott's going up there first today. Well, he's in town just for the competition committee. Get this out of the way. Brandon Bean and others will, will talk tomorrow and McDermott. Did he give you anything out of the ordinary? I'm just looking over the comments now. No, the one question we wanted answered, we're not going to get an answer. Basically, we'll see how this kind of plays out in terms of who's going to be calling the defensive plays for the 2024 season. Yeah, uh, lots of positive things said about Bobby Babich, but nothing um, concrete in terms of who will be in charge of calling those defensive plays. It, again, if you were to ask me how this plays out, I think it's McDermott calling plays this year. He's not going to tell you. He's not going to admit to anything until it's absolutely necessary or until he feels like it doesn't give anybody any sort of competitive advantage. But most of these head coaches are psychos and control freaks. And for him to just hand that over, I think would be that would be a stretch. I would think that for the preseason, why not let... Babbage do it in the preseason preseason or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. You did it with Eric. You let Eric Washington run some of training camp last year. I don't see why not during the preseason, during training camp, when you're talking about exhibitions, but when it comes down to wins and losses in the regular season, he's probably going to want to have his, his hand on the wheel um, as they're steering through, through the 2024 season. So being tomorrow and no shortage of, prospects in Indianapolis opting out of testing. They're there to share their medicals. They're there to meet with reps and and meet with management. And we'll get plenty of that, but there will be no shortage of eye popping numbers from guys running the 40 and, you know, to help navigate through the names that you need to know. Nate Gary was great last hour from the uh, Buffalo Bills radio network and our Odyssey Sports sister station, WGR in Buffalo, and just sharing some of the names that he's keeping an eye on that he thinks could be readily available to the Bills at 28 if they stay put. Yeah, I think we're trying to get into the process here is when you go over the wide receivers, who has a first-round grade that's still sitting there at 28? Or 
24 or 25. And the you know Buffalo Bills under Brandon Bean have shown the proclivity to move up there a few slots in the draft. Or would you be better served? And you and I kind of park our garage here just maybe – not that we agree for it, just, hey, folks, brace for this, that the wide receiver, if it's not there at 28, you have all these holes on defense here on the other side. There was another interesting angle that really didn't have much to do with the draft, but we're still trying to figure out, and this will be a question I'm sure Brandon Bean will get tomorrow, is, hey, what do you got to do under the cap? And I'm sure he's not going to tell us anything specifically, but I've kind of come around here on the idea, I thought it was a foregone conclusion. For sad reasons that Tredavious White was going to be just kind of let go. Hey, $16 million to keep him on the roster, $10 million to kick, kick him off. What, what are we doing here? At least save the $6 million. But what Nate and others have kind of pointed out is, wait a second. If Tredavious White still wants to play in this league, is he going to get more money somewhere else as a player that's been kind of hurt? Would it be just better served like, hey, let's redo the deal here at a lower number. You got to swallow a lot of pride there, understandably, if you're Tredavious White. But if it's, he's got a good agent, and if he talks to his family, like you, you would come to the conclusion that you're not going to get $10 million from anybody else there coming off of your second major injury here in your career. Yeah, I thought that was interesting. I also like Nate's take about uh, the, the free agents, outgoing free agents that he would prioritize. And uh, it's not a surprise. They're both defensive ends. Floyd... And Epineza. And Floyd is interesting because the Bills waited a long time to get him. And he he proved to them that he was worth the wait. He was he, he hit his incentive. He got over 10 sacks uh, after posting nine, nine and a half sacks with, with the Rams in, in previous years. Leading the team. And probably still a guy that will be available late in the free agency. I don't know that I see Leonard Floyd as somebody that teams are going, if they didn't jump in him last year with similar production, why would they jump in him this year knowing the value that's there, knowing that he probably is going to command somewhere in the eight, nine million dollar a year range? Yeah, that would be great. Like if you could kind of wait that out and bringing up Epinez over Daquan Jones, uh, you know, we had the soundbite from Brownie there in the update, you know, about prioritizing Daquan Jones, but. Epinesa in terms of age and the ability to get to the quarterback. And I just go back to the, it's such a business danger where we all can see, you know, who's good and who's not good, but for players and for coaches for that matter, they kind of gravitate to one another. And if you're Leslie Frazier out in Seattle and you have a wish list, it might be for AJ Epinesa or somebody on the bills to bring them out there. If you're Eric Washington in Chicago, same sort of deal. So there's going to be multiple suitors, and you know there's people who have these personal relationships with these soon-to-be free agents that, gosh, it's all going to kind of happen. I think we have one thing we all kind of come to a conclusion, though, is that Gabe Davis is you know kind of going on. Sean McDermott today saying nice things about Gabe Davis, talking about his work ethic and everything else. But I don't see how the Bills could kind of afford. You brought up the idea that maybe the Bills could kind of redo the back end of the wide receiver room and I like the way you phrased the question, Danger, is like, well, where where's the line here? You brought up Quez Watkins to, to Mike Catalina's like, no, 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 no. Red flags yeah. everywhere. And I only brought him up because he's young and he's fast. But yeah, if you have a problem catching the football, then we don't really need that. We we can move on from that. But where is that line? And, and to me, that line is it's the DJ, the Chark Meridian. It's that's where it's at. It's right that that like any if it's anything above DJ Chark in terms of what you perceive as value at free agent wide receiver, then they're doing okay. But my my 
expectation is below the Chark Meridian. That'll be players beneath that line of DJ Chark in free agency. My expectation is a little dirty redo. He's not going to, he's not, not happening. No way. Well, no. not happening because he's going to get more. If he wants to play in this league, what offers? He not happening because he does a podcast with Ty Dunn. Not happening. Oh, yeah, uh, not happening. Uh, that guy's, uh, you know, you're dead to me. That's a that's a McDermott uh, McDermott knows where the bodies are buried, and that one is one that he's not going to dig up. <laughs> so, when sh- little dirty was the one uh, talking about Isaiah McKenzie. Who's the one who talked about the nine eleven quote? Maybe yeah. it could be. Yeah, uh, why is McDermott in Indianapolis? And this early? Why is he speaking this early? Why is he there when other coaches opt out of going to the combine altogether? You mentioned the competition committee having their meetings, and one of the things that they're working on is the elimination of hip drop tackles. Um, if they have their way, these will become a thing of the past in today's game. They have to define exactly what a hip drop drop tackle is. And if it can't be defined in a way that players and officials understand and can call consistently, then it's a, a rule that could be more detrimental. And, and for what it's worth, the NFLPA has already opposed any sort of ban on the hip drop tackle. They have their league meetings coming up next month, and you would need 24 votes for any new rule to pass. But going in, you had a feeling that that was going to be one of the items on their agenda, what to do with the hip drop tackle when you you know it when you see it. It's one of those things where it's like, yeah. oh, okay, I get it. You think of the, the Mark Andrews injury was something that kind of brought this to life. Pretty obvious. Yeah. yeah, it's just a a player, you know, going at the hip and then basically pulling you down with all of his weight and landing on your legs as he's doing it, which cost Mark Andrews a good half of the season um, with that injury. So um, that that's something that McDermott is there in Indianapolis for. But there's countless coaches that are just like, no. Nah. Out, Robert Sala doesn't want any part of it. Um, Sean McVay, who's also in the competition committee, must have participated via Zoom because unless he's just there today and, and cutting out quickly. Yeah, Mike McCarthy was the other one in Dallas. That, that's the thing I can't. I, I understand you're not the decision maker, right? But is it a, is it that you're so twenty four seven from let's say training camp? on to the end of the season where you just can't do anything that, okay, I, I just can't get back into this cycle. Because if you're an NFL head coach, wouldn't wouldn't you want your first exposure to rookies and who could help my program, even though I'm not the real decision maker? on this? I think you'd want to talk to them, but yeah. I suppose that can happen down the, the line as well. Like there are pro days and you can set up meetings and you don't necessarily need to do it in a crowded convention center. I, well, I, I'm going to give you another theory here too, because is part of this the convention type of feel? Like if you are a head coach, you're you're still getting hit for, hey, can you have interviews? Oh, hey, this agent, I want to talk to you. Yeah. Hey, let's go out for drinks. I don't want to deal with any of this. Don't I don't want to deal a, with these people. You don't want to be available. Yeah. Right? You don't want to be accessible. You don't want to be available. I get that. Yeah, and and if you're you're not one to schmooze, and most of these coaches, I would imagine, are all business and don't really have time to waste just getting caught up on things. Yeah. You, you avoid it altogether because I don't, if you're Sean McVay, I don't want to get pulled in five different directions. No, I don't think Sean McDermott is at the steakhouse tonight. I don't think that's happening. The uh, Bengals made some news today by franchise tagging wide receiver T Higgins. Well, 
It doesn't mean he has to play. Remember, the way this works is that they can work out a long-term deal, and you know if they can't by that deadline, then Higgins would have to play under this or sit. I just always view this as a move like today was not the deadline to do this. So mm. what are you doing with this? It always kind of views me. It's like it's a hostile move if you're going to just force somebody to kind of stick around the organization that might not want to. It's uh, it is, and I'm sure Higgins isn't happy about it, and probably is coming to the realization that at least for next season he's going to have to play with the tag if he plays anywhere. Because I don't think a team is going to give up what is it two first rounds that you right. have to give up something like that to to be able to acquire somebody that's on a franchise tag. If you don't get the the long term deal is the tricky one here because who do you value more, Higgins or Chase? And I think the answer is probably Chase. Burrow's already under contract, so you're you're what they're thinking is we're going to tag Higgins and then pay Chase the money, but then that'll cause resentment. We have one year, one year left with both of them on our roster, so this is our year to go all in with Chase, with Higgins, with a healthy Joe Burrow. It it could make this the Bengals, it could make them dangerous again, and they were dangerous last year. Before Burrow got injured. Hell, even with Burrow injured, they were winning games that they probably shouldn't have been winning. As long as Luan Rumo is on the defensive side of the ball where they really can kind of scrap things together and come up with some sort of scheme, the the AFC is going to be fantastic next year from a competitive standpoint. It's a good thing the Bills are not. I You remember like how many people be like, you know, it doesn't make any sense that the Buffalo Bills are in the AFC East because... Uh, you should be in with your Lake Erie teams. I'm glad they're not in the division, quite frankly, with Pittsburgh and Cincinnati and Cleveland, for that matter. Was the, this should be a path for the Buffalo yeah. Bills to get to the postseason. Be akin to Syracuse moving to the ACC or something like that. Why would you want that? No, leave them where they are. They're in good shape. Uh, we also learned today that uh, some running backs will become free agents. A couple that were franchise tagged last year, including Tony Pollard, Josh Jacobs, Saquon Barkley. Um, they'll all be free agents as well as Derrick Henry, who won't get the tag from the Tennessee Titans. So uh, expect to wait on those running backs getting signed. You, you don't anticipate that any of them are going to have the, the bank broken over them when free agency resumes or opens up here in the middle of March. You, you expect that that'll probably be something down the road and you drive that price down as much as possible. Yeah, and I don't expect the Bills to be spending money in free agency on any of these guys, despite whatever ESPN graphic will put up. Hey, the Buffalo Bills, should they be in on uh, Derrick Henry or whoever? No, you have James Cook. James Cook, who is going to be, believe it or not, in my opinion, Back-end first-round fantasy football player. Oh, for sure. Yeah, so you have that, but what would you compliment? Well, I would bring back Ty Johnson. Latavius Murray, I think that was that was pretty much it. And I would spend a seventh-round pick. you got a few of them. Why not? Like you saw Pacheco. That was a seventh-rounder for Kansas City. You can find these guys on trees, and that's why the top end does not get paid. And someday when the Bills are looking at a contract for James Cook, let somebody else pay James Cook at this point. Just draft a seventh-rounder and uh, go that route. A round of shots next in the sports bar. Yeah, I uh, didn't even realize the time here, Danger, as well. We'll go over what was an interesting sports weekend between the Sabres, the Amherst, Syracuse basketball, the NBA tonight. Um, we've got one uh, star that is uh, going to sit this out because of a suspension. We'll go over the schedule and then uh, 
gosh, I brought up fantasy football. I don't know if you saw this or not. It's always fantasy football season here in the sports bar. Somehow it showed up in spring training. 585-866-4FAN if you want to pull up a stool for last call coming up before 6 o'clock as well. This hour of the sports bar brought to you by the Farmer's Dog. Fresh, human-grade dog food delivered right to your door. You're listening to the Sports Bar with Danger and Bataglia. On 95.7 FM and AM 950, The Fan Rochester. When the whole family comes together to watch the game, nobody wants to miss a second of the action to run to the grocery store. With Instacart, you can get all your weekly groceries in as fast as an hour. Less time shopping means more game time. Let's go. Visit instacart.com to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. $10 minimum per order. Additional terms apply. Why? Why? If you have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. The Fan Rochester Sports Update. It is NFL Combine Week, and from Indianapolis this afternoon, Sean McDermott says there is no determination yet as far as who's going to be calling defensive plays for his team next season, saying they'll take it, quote, one step at a time. A new video board is coming to the Key Bank Arena for next season. Sabres executive Rob Minter on what to expect. Uh, and what a difference it's going to make to the fan experience. It's going to be you know state-of-the-art modernized, and we worked with Mitsubishi and really vetted the options out the past couple of months and the different sizes and angles and options and there's so many different avenues to go down and then look forward to putting it in place for next year and, and taking that step towards improving the fan experience which was which was certainly due. There will be repairs to the roof in Buffalo as well. The Amherst coming off the loss in Hershey. They're back home against Syracuse on Wednesday night. Gene Battaglia, the sports leader, 95.7 FM and AM 950, The Fan Rochester. Epic victories, heartbreaking defeats. No matter your team, no matter your game, we talk sports. A fan, Rochester. All right, it's time for a round of shots in the sports bar with Danger and Bataglia. Yeah, if you win three games in a row, okay, we can say your name again. The Buffalo. Sure about that? Sabres. Ah, the Sabres. 500 on the season, 27, 27, and four. UPL making four stops in the shootout. Buffalo gets the extra point over Carolina. Look, don't get excited. There's still a massive gap between Buffalo and the postseason. Sabres 11 points behind Tampa Bay with four teams in between in the standings. Sabres playing tomorrow, uh, in Florida tomorrow night. Jeff Skinner, by the way, uh, undergoing evaluation here for an injury. Oh, boy. Yeah. Yeah, nice goal last night. Uh, Owen Power with an absolute snipe to force overtime and UPL 
doing UPL things. He's been fantastic this year, but yeah, it, it is a disappointing season to say the least when you're at 500 at this point and everything leading into this season was, well, you know, if they only had good goaltending, right? And here they, there are. they are. Yeah. Can't score goals. Yeah. With the goaltender, you didn't expect to be giving you the good goaltending. Uh, of course, Devin Levi with Rochester, that brutal stretch, seven games in 11 days for the Amherst that comes to an end. The team getting the one point in Hershey Saturday, Rochester beginning the stretch of the schedule. Uh, you know, in third place in the North Division, now they're tied for fourth with Toronto, and the Marlies have a game in hand. We'll talk to head coach Seth Apper tomorrow in the sports bar, the team back home against Syracuse Wednesday before heading off to Belleville again for two games this weekend. Uh, you can't be, uh, you know, leaving three points against yeah. the Senators. I can't wait to talk to Seth tomorrow and get his evaluation of that seven-game stretch. Last week, when we talked to him, he said, we want to treat it like a seven-game series. We're kind of preparing ourselves for what a seven-game series is like when you're in the postseason. I can appreciate everything he's saying about how he's evaluating or, or, or you know, um, developing these guys and getting them ready and prepared for that. But at the same time, man, you can't lose to Belleville back-to-back. I no. mean, that's... I. I and he'd be the first to admit it. I'm sure we'll we'll get him on tomorrow. We'll ask him about those those two uh, upsetting losses at home, um, and also about a game that in Hershey they almost stole one. I mean, the, Hershey's the class of the AHL right now, and the Amherst Hunks. So. Seth Apper tomorrow at 425. Other local teams from the weekend: the good and the bad. The good: the RIT men's hockey team putting up nine. Goals at home against Canisius Friday. Nine times. Three in the first, three in the second, three in the third, including a 4 on 0, which I've never seen in hockey. A 4 on 0. Jesus, what was Canisius doing? I. Well, you be the judge there. Um, Bad line change. Well, it, guys falling down. But- so, so they, the, they all got caught at one end of the ice, and we're kind of convinced that one guy just came off the bench at the end to kind of just. <laughs> New theme music for Canisius hockey. <laughs> Let's meet the Griffins. <laughs> oh my God! Uh, Here we are. Four on O. That's that's friggin' embarrassing, Gino. I don't mind saying it. A four on O in embarrassing college hockey. Some garbage cans are getting kicked in the in the dressing room after that. I, I'm very proud of myself for not calling it. What the? <laughs> felt like say I've never seen anything like that. Um, the bad for the uh, Rochester sports scene. I, I don't know what the Nighthawks can do here. They went over January, and then they went over February. They lost at home to Las Vegas. Only Vancouver at two and eight has a worse record in the league. Sunday, the Nighthawks play in the Metroplex of Dallas against Panther City. Is Panther City a nickname for Dallas? I have no idea. That's the honest answer. Wow. It must be. I know that there are Panthers, like when the Florida Panthers were named, I guess I didn't realize that there are actual Panthers in Florida. There are Panthers in Florida. Like there, you see yeah, them. Yeah, it's an all, endangered species, I think, in yeah, Florida. Yeah, you see the signs up for Panther crossing all over the place. It's like, oh, geez. Can you imagine if you saw a Panther just roaming around your backyard? I mean, it's one thing to see a fox or a coyote or a deer or any of that. If I see a panther, I think I'm getting back inside. Yeah, I'll yeah. or an alligator. Yeah, I'm probably going to pack it up for a day. I'll be all right. Yep. Syracuse basketball up by 29 points in the first half. But then for some reason, they stopped playing defense in the second half. Notre Dame shot 70% from the floor in the final 20 minutes. They weren't still holding on for the three-point win at home on Jim Beheim Day. 
Uh, the Orange right now, 85th in Kempom, suggesting that, no, they're not quite a bubble team. Virginia Tech, the opponent tomorrow night at the Dome, the final home game of the season. Any report on the postgame festivities? Did we hear anything? Did Bayheim say or do anything out of character, or was it kind of what we expected? It- I did not go out of my way to watch, uh, watch that. So coverage, here's so. what we'll, we'll say. We'll say it was classy, graceful, uh, and it didn't run long. It was it was everything ran on time, and it was just a well executed tribute to the I, great Jim Bay. Yeah, I thought. Can you imagine if they blow this lead? So I'm doing the Fisher women's game. By the way, congratulations to the Fisher women. They're going to the uh, NCAA Division three tournament. Nice. Tim Schneider is giving me the updates. I'm like, they're up there 29. He's like, dude, Notre Dame has the ball and they have a chance of time. I'm like, what? Yeah. <laughs> just whispering in my ear there. Um, Jimmy Butler will miss tonight's uh, Miami game in Sacramento. He was one of five players suspended for taking part in Friday's brawl with New Orleans. Only three other games tonight in the NBA. The Knicks are home against the lowly Pistons. Got to get that one if you're the Knicks. Also, uh, some hot uniform talk. Did you see that? This is oh. a little unusual. Yeah, they, they uh, unveiled the Clippers, right? Yeah, but usually you do this in the offseason. You don't do it in the middle of the season like, hey, everybody, this is what we're wearing next year. The Clippers are moving into um, a new venue next they year. They built their own venue. So the the Microsoft exec yeah, that owns the team. Okay, so I'm, the, I'm, yeah. I'm checking them out now. This is my first and, and real reaction. They look very stripped down. It's a darker blue. It's a richer red. And the logo is just clippers. It doesn't. Yeah, it's, a, it's a ship. Oh, so, like, you see, see, so like, I'm not yeah, seeing, I don't see, like, see the ship. I'm the just ship seeing the jersey. is in there. So, it's a totally new logo. What ah, I, there it is. Okay. What I, what I like about this danger is like in this day and age of this, that, there, it's, it's simplified. I think the blue is actually a very sharp blue, and the reds are very sharp reds. So. Yeah, the jerseys themselves are are simple. This logo is pretty; it's pretty sick. I like that you've got the compass built in there, like a little hidden compass with the ship in the center of it. Um, the the blue works for me. You got the hull of the ship. Uh, is. Oh, it looks like a basketball. When you look yeah. at the, the hull of the ship, you can see the shape of a basketball. Yeah, that's strong. They did not go back to the baby blues dates of Buffalo, though. Huh? You know, the Clippers were once in Buffalo. No. Buffalo had an NBA team, too. Stop. Did you know this? You get out of here. They with did. They were, the, they were the Buffalo Braves, and they became the San Diego Clippers. Do I have to hit the, do I have to hit the dump button? What did you say? The Buffalo Braves. Oh, the Braves. What did you think I said? What? Well, I, I mean, some teams can't be called that anymore. I know some can, but some oh, can't. Well, the Atlanta Braves, we can or, still say. Oh, we can. Yeah. Okay. I'm just making sure. Yeah. Now, you mean to tell me that Buffalo and Rochester both had professional basketball teams back in the day? And Syracuse, too. Get out of here. Syracuse, too? Yeah. All th- the, the throughway was populated with NBA teams? I don't buy it. Do you know who Syracuse is now? You could just say. I don't two. believe that Syracuse had. No, I don't know because I don't believe it ever happened. The I don't 76ers. believe. I don't believe everything I read on the internet, Gene. With these historians <laughs> that just post things online. Was anybody there? Can anybody share their their images, their memories? 
They're just going to put it online. And I've yet to meet the person that said, I was at the Rochester Royals game back in 1954. <laughs> if you are know somebody, I'd like to hear about it. Because I'm trying to convince my partner here that we had an NBA team. He doesn't know. believe me. I don't buy it. Finally, spring training action now in full swing. Isn't it great? It's glorious. Wait, hey, we had sun out today, but it's great to look at these images, right? And there was something unusual. The Blue Jays spring training opener against Philadelphia. A grown man serving as the bat boy. The jersey number 4-10. Turns out the bat boy was left-handed pitcher Tim Mays. And the 4-10 represented his final record in the J Fantasy Football <laughs> League, which is good enough yeah. for last place. Mays' punishment was having to serve as the bat boy. Some people would say that fantasy football is a gateway to legalized sports wagering. When will they ban uh, fantasy sports for players in Major League Baseball and the NFL? Mm. I thought that they would have long ago. I, I thought mean, that was like a don't ask, don't tell thing. But now we're just so like out in the open for this. Yeah. And, and there's so many, there's strict penalties coming down for anybody that violates these policies is fantasy. How does fantasy sports fare? Because there's money to be made on fantasy sports websites, just like yeah. there is on the legalized sports wagering sites. Uh, the fan duels and the like. Well, look, this is you, you realize like you and I play in leagues and what is the buy in 50 bucks, 100 bucks for these players? It's much more. That's why you had Tommy Pham going up and punching Jock Peters right. a couple of years. That's ago. right. It's a lot of money. And uh, well, look, don't finish four and ten and you don't have to be embarrassed during a meaningless spring training game. It's funny, like four and ten would be last place, though. I guess. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah. I mean, last year was a weird year in fantasy football, wasn't it? It felt weird. Unless you drafted McCaffrey, which was like the, the sure thing. It was a golden ticket. Yeah, if you had McCaffrey, then you were all set. You really didn't have to worry about too much. But everything else felt kind of weird. Up was down, down was up. It was uh, it was a strange. I thought it was a strange year for fantasy football. Maybe I'm crazy. Um, but four and ten, finishing in last and then having to wear the jersey and be the bat boy for the day. <laughs> Pretty good punishment. I'm all right with that. Uh, last call is next, 866-4-FAN. If you want to pull up a stool, 585-866-4326. We'll preview tomorrow in the Sports Bar. You're listening to the Sports Bar with Danger and Bataglia. <laughs> On 95.7 oh, yeah. FM and AM 950, The Fan Rochester. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, 
the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. The beer is cold and the wings are hot. You're in the sports bar with Danger and Bataglia on the Sports Leader, 95.7 FM and AM 950 The Fan, Rochester. Last call on the sports bar, 866-4326. I know you saw this cross your feed at some point this weekend. Did you see the American ice football clip, Gino? I retweeted it. I thought that was hilarious. This is from Germany, is it? I believe so, yeah. yeah. It tore my ACL just watching the clip. Look, if this is your thing, I'm not going to judge, but you can save yourself a lot of time, and you can get it in English if you just watch highlights of the 2023 New York Jets. It's there for you. <laughs> We haven't even gotten into Deion Dawkins going back and forth. The Jets, like there was a fight in the tunnel and the main participants here were uh, Clemens from the Jets, Dawkins, Michael Clement. I mean, that was, it was a real fight. Like sometimes like, you know, there's the prayer circles and everything else. This was in November and it carried up the tunnel and the war words continuing here. Deion Dawkins then giving a long quote saying he hates the Jets. He goes on. Those are a bunch of dudes. They just want to take pictures on Instagram. That's yeah. whack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, a little bit of the pot calling the kettle black because I always feel like Dawkins is one of the first guys dancing in the locker room when they do an Instagram live. So I would say there's a bit of a double standard there. The one thing I will say in agreeing with him, uh, I can't remember which guy it was from the Jets that showed up to camp day one last year, and he was like shirtless and yeah. lo- just completely yoked and like carrying a a baseball bat. He maybe had barbed wire wrapped around it for effect. I mean, like ultimate like mean looking tough guy showing up to camp. Don't I, I like I said I can't remember which player it was off the top of my head. I don't have it bookmarked. Don't ask me. But I remember seeing that. I'm like, all right, that's a flex that you know, is made for social media that really doesn't equate to whether or not you're actually going to be able to perform on the field. Let's see. It was Michael Clemens. Oh. And I'm, I just pulled it up right now. That was him with the barbed wire shirtless. Like, that's exactly what Doc was. Was it a barbed with. wire bat? Is it just a baseball yeah, bat? No, it's a barbed wire bat. See, the image is in my head. Yeah, so, Jets. Michael Clemens reports the camp with barbed wire bat. So congratulations, you succeeded. I have that image in my head. I forgot your name, but I have that image in your head and, and Dawkins now invoking it. And now I'm, it's in my head again, but that's, if you're going to, if you're going to show up like that, you better play like that. The jets are the jets. The jets is just that second game in November, which like there were some really bad losses for the bills. We kind of look past week one. No, week one was terrible. Oh, it was terrible. Oh. You, you had Rodgers for four plays. It was terrible. You lost to Zach Wilson. No, that was bad. And Josh was bad in that game. And and you know, look, they got the the the, the catch uh, made over uh, Trey White was well, that was great, amazing yeah. catch. 
right? And and you could say the same thing about the Broncos game. Like if Cam Sutton doesn't make, if Russell Wilson and Cam Sutton don't connect on just a, a fraction of an inch, that's that. Those are amazing plays, and you got to give them their due for that. Uh, tomorrow on the show, Matt Perino. Is he in Indianapolis? He, I don't know if he's there right now, but he'll be there tomorrow. Okay. So we'll be. Uh, he'll be joining us tomorrow. And then, as he does every Tuesday, uh, Seth Appert, Rochester Americans head coach. Ooh, lots to catch up with with Seth. Uh, I don't know if you'd call it a disappointing weekend, but I would say two losses at home to Belleville and, and a drop in the standings would qualify as disappointing. So we will talk about how the Amherst rebound here after completing their seven-game in 11-day stretch, which was no doubt a marathon for Seth and his squad. That's tomorrow afternoon at 425. If you missed Nate Geary from the Buffalo Bills Radio Network, if you missed buffaloplus.com's Mike Catalana, both conversations, uh, talking Buffalo Bills, talking NFL Combine, free agency, and the upcoming draft, you can get those conversations wherever you get your podcasts. Search out the Sports Bar. We're in the free-to-download Odyssey app. That also includes Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, wherever you pod. Find the Sports Bar. Just search us out, and you'll get all of our guest appearances and complete shows. Uh, So we're back tomorrow, starting at 3 o'clock, with a brand new episode, JR Sport Brief. On the way next, on the Fan Rochester. Have a great night. Why? Why? If you have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.